Hello and welcome to the Captain's Table, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Paul Berserker, one Batman Shelley, your humble host and space bartender here at the Astro Pub, and your facilitator here at the Captain's Table. What is the Captain's Table? Well, apparently we're a very old podcast now. <laughs> um, uh, where bring people from all over the Star Citizen universe to talk about Star Citizen. We usually have certain topics. Sometimes it's very specific topics. Sometimes it's general news ideas or just theory crafting. Um, but today I'm joined by a new face and a very old face. Um, board gamer's long lost cousin, Mr. Space Coder. Um, <laughs> uh, but let's start with uh, Digital Master. Let's start with you. Uh, who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen? And where can they find you? Sure. Name is Digital Master Gaming. Used to be Digital Master 37. But uh, what I do for Star Citizen, I create, first of all, I'm primarily on YouTube. I do the occasional TikTok video as well. But my content uh, pretty much revolves around uh, guides, tutorials. Uh, pretty much helping new players get started, get comfortable in the game. But I also do, you know, the, the occasional presentation video on some sort of feature or something like that as well. But yeah, that's awesome. me. And it's Digital Master Gaming on YouTube and TikTok? Yes. Yes, absolutely. You can find me on, I have a Twitch, but I don't use it. So yeah. I, I'll ignore that one for now. But uh, Twitter as well. <laughs> so if you're, if you're, if you're, um, if you're watching this after the fact, after the recording, it'll be down in the description. You'll see the little, the, the, the new fancy handle system. So you can just click the handle and take you directly to his, his channel. So, uh, and then awesome. the space coder, who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen? Where can they find you? Hello and good evening. I am the space coder and I am a Star Citizen YouTube content creator now, because I don't do Twitch anymore. Uh, I do a healthy mix of uh, commentaries, theory crafting, shitting on CAG, and guides for new players or old players alike. And I am also the developer and maintainer of the Star Citizen Armory, which is a tool that allows you to look up all your armors, all your weapons, everything for your character in one place. And it's going to tell you where to buy it or where to loot it. Uh, you can find it at armory.thespacecutter.space and you should use it because it's going to save you a shit ton of time in your everyday life in Star Citizen. And you can find me on YouTube as the Space Coder and also pretty much everywhere else. And that's nice. me. All right. Well, since I brought these two wonderful folks uh, on who both do guides and uh, both kind of have experienced the side of trying to teach the Star Citizen community how to play the game, uh, I decided that would be a good topic for us to talk about would be the new player experience. For those of you who don't know, 319 is going to have the, a, a brand new new player experience. It's uh, going to be more than just tooltips and stuff like that we have now. It's going to be kind of a, the first immersive step into the universe, including helping players, new players, figure out what to do. We don't know all the details for it yet, but we do know that it's planned to be coming in 319, which is planning on coming out before Invictus. With that being said, I decided we should talk to these two folks about their own experiences. So first of all, the current new player experience, Space Coder, I'll start with you. Goods and bads of the new player experience. The bad is that there is no new player experience besides <laughs> the... <laughs> I mean, okay, right. fair enough. You get the little hints mm -hmm. that, you, that most of us turn off immediately after settings get reset. So you get those, and those are... I actually played with them for a while to figure out what is CAG actually telling, it, telling us. And they are moderately useful when you see enough of them. So I guess that's, that's the good. The other good is that they're actually trying to improve it. But there is the, one key thing about the new player experience for 3.19 in the description of it. The first 30 minutes of new player experience. Mm-hmm. What does a Star Citizen player accomplish in the first 30 minutes 
of their game session. You log in, you create your character, you sit around for 10 minutes trying to figure out what all these landing zones are and where should you actually go and why. You spawn in, then you spend the next 10 minutes trying to figure out how to get out of the hab, and then you spend the next hour or so trying to get to the spaceport and get your ship. To be so, fair, to be fair, they said the first 30 minutes in-game. So it's the first 30 minutes, and it's specifically at Art Corp only. So it's only the first 30 minutes at Art Corp. Uh, they are really shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. Already. And they have, it's not even on the roadmap properly. Uh, yeah. So that, that, that would be about it, because there is no new player experience. The new player experience of Star Citizen is that you go in, you try, you fail, you ask in chat, either you get help or you get ignored, and then you go on YouTube and figure it out on your own. In other words, the learning curve for Star Citizen is vertical. So I'll ask you this then. What is good? Is there any good in that? Is there good in the, the, the approach that CIG does where they, they take the keys and they just throw it at your face and be like, good luck, kid. Here's your ship. Don't fuck up. You know? Right. I don't think they do that. Well, they do it intentionally. They, they it definitely intentionally? do that intentionally because they haven't had the opportunity to do anything about it. Mm -hmm. But I see an opportunity in this for the community to help itself for community-created guides, which is what the two of us here do. Mm -hmm. And I think it just you know builds community because most of the time when you log into a server, you ask for help, someone's going to give you the answer or point you in the right direction of an answer. And okay. I think that's I think that's that's a good thing about how they do things. Okay, Digital Master, your thoughts on the current new player experiences, and also, do you think it's a it's a good thing that CIG just throws the keys at your face and says good luck? Kind of, is there any good? Ooh, uh, yeah, you know, I think it's a very interesting question because um, it, it it's it's definitely the trial by fire, right? And that has it depends on who the player is too. Like some people are okay with that approach. Other players who maybe the casual player, not so very comfortable with that approach. So it really depends on the player, but someone even said it in chat, like, you know, your first 30 minutes of the gameplay. Yeah. You know, just getting your bearings, but then you may hit a bug or two. And then now you don't know if that's supposed to be the gameplay, depending on the bug or, you know, what have you. So there's some confusion added in as well. So to me, the new player experience is very, very challenging, very problematic. And I, and like Space Coder said, I think it does open up a great opportunity for content creators like ourselves to sort of help out. But I also think it lends itself, as far as like the, you know, CIG throwing the keys at the player, it lends itself to group play or, you know, playing with other people because chances are you may, you know, join in with someone who's played it for a while. And that's a great way to learn the game as well. So, you know, it all depends. It really heavily depends. But if you're just a casual gamer coming into the Star Citizen for the first time, it's not the, it's not the most friendly experience. Yeah. I'll say that. Okay. So based off of what you know about the, about the new player experience coming in 319, what would be some things you would hope that CIG adds to that? Start. We'll start with you on that, Digi, Digi, on that one. Yeah, I know they have some of the two tips in, but I think if they can make that a bit more uh, diegetic, I guess that's the word I want to use. Like, um, you know, and I don't really know how they would do that, but ultimately, like, really go hard on the handholding a bit because, like I said, you know, with the way it is now, and I know Space Coder just talked about some of the tooltips that you get, it's not enough, I don't think, because there's so many nuances to 
insert whatever you're trying to do in the game, you know, whether it's your the player character, whether it's your ship, whether it's uh, just interacting with, you know, just different objects in the game world or, you know, equipping things to your character. There's so many nuanced things. And then there is, you know, hotkeys. So, you know, there's so many things that they I think that, you know, you you can do. But as far as like what I think they should do, that's a very good question and not one that I think I can answer right away or on the spot right now. But I think um, if they can sort of make it where it's just a bit more in your face as far as, OK, hey, we're, I'm going to handhold you, get you started, get you comfortable and then, you know, you're on your own, et cetera, what have you. But right now you just get the two tips on the bottom. I don't think that's enough. So hopefully if they can just make it a bit more in your face, for lack of a better term. So, so something more it. like taking a bat, just hitting you. Be like, listen to me. Yes. Listen to exactly. me. I'm trying to help you. You know, um, okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. As, yeah. As, as, as uh, I think all three of us have played many video games, we've, we probably know sometimes the games, the, there are games that like you, you wish they didn't hit you with the baseball bat. You're like, right. yes, I know how to move. I know what WAS right. and DR. <laughs> Uh, but then, then some I games you just heard a like, very interesting take on how every, uh, well, most mainstream games, they explain to you how to move and stuff. Yeah. Uh, we as gamers, we're used to this. We play games, we yeah. know the common controls. But if someone who doesn't play games pick, picks up a game for the first time, mm-hmm. like they're like, okay, I like this, I'm going to pick this up even though I don't play games. They don't know this. Mm-hmm. So the game has to Assume. hold their hand essentially through the you have never played the video game experience. Yeah. Assume you're an idiot. <laughs> assume, <laughs> Pretty much. Or assume you've never played a video game before. You're like, what is this? Right. What does this BB boxy do? It's got this weird light coming off of it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how about you guys, but I, I assume I'm an idiot 24 <laughs> seven. Uh, Space Cutter, your thoughts on this. What would you suggestions you'd give CIG for this new player experience? What would you like to see from CIG for this new player experience for this thir- first 30 So, so my first thing is directly in conflict with what they planned, and that is limiting this to one landing zone is a very bad idea. Okay. Especially knowing CIG, they're not going to tell you which landing zone it is. Like They're not going to give you a prompt like when you're... The very first time, I don't think they even have the ability to tell whether it's your very first time logging into the game. That would just be like, hey, this this landing zone has some extended guideline options for the first 30 minutes to get you started. They can't do that. I don't. At least I don't think they can. So doing this in every landing zone would make more sense. Two, make the hints that they currently have more in line with the game, or yeah. sort of more present in the game. Uh, they actually showed this at CitizenCon, in, I think in the last live segment with Chris Roberts, where they had like little hints pop up when they were looking around at objects. That's right. I think that would be very, very useful. Even for experienced players, especially when new stuff gets introduced. Like, and like, okay, you can turn it on off if you don't want it. So I think that would be very helpful. But the most helpful thing they could do is just throw out that 30 minutes item that they have just throw it out. They have a arena commander rework underway. They have a whole team. They made a whole IC episode about how they have a arena commander team. Why not make these guys do some tutorials for them? And I hate that I'm saying this, but have you guys played the tutorials for, for Elite Dangerous? Yeah. Because they, mm-hmm. they have, I think, yeah. two or three tutorials, which goes like, mm-hmm. okay, here's how you fly your ship. Here's how you do objectives. And here's how you do stuff on foot. Yeah. yeah, and and it's you don't have to play those, but it 
says, right. yeah, I recommend that you play these because it's going to teach you how to do it. And it's in a simulation, nothing's going to happen to you. And right. when you leave that, you have more or less a basic idea on what to do once you get into the actual game. And they are building Arena Commander to have the capability to do this since they actually have the... They said it themselves, they have ability to bring object containers from right. the verse, from the EU, into Arena Commander. Yeah. So there's absolutely no reason for them to not bring in, say, you know, a moon into Arena Commander, like mm. like all of Yella, for example. Well, that's what actually, on an outpost. That's actually how they do... Um most like that's how they do they do oh what am i trying to say um the new map the new map for the racing map they just spawned a planet rather yeah. than like having a like, right. what they have now and and this yeah. is how they do uh the good doctor the good doctor is just a planet it's just yeah. easier for them to build yeah. a planet <laughs> just spawn a planet and then build a small little map than it is to pre-build a full planet map so yeah. so mm-hmm. you know what's stopping them from like bringing in the whole moon from the verse they put you in on an outpost in there yeah. and it's like, okay. And they just kind of pre-take a mission of a delivery for you. So you pick up the box from the machine. Here is your ship on the landing pad. And it just <laughs> talks you through the tips. And you fly somewhere with it to a different outpost. Boom. Done. You have three basic questions answered. Yeah. How do I do things? How do I fly? How do I do missions? Yeah. That's the three questions I get the most from new players. Also, how do I interact with things and how do I open doors and how do I turn on my ship? Why are my shields down? How do I pew pew? How do I retract yeah. my landing gear? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll hit you with this question then because, because this is a good one. And I'll, I'll first start with you, Space Coder, then I'll go to Digi. Um, should Star Citizen have a tutorial? I have heard... Uh, there is opinions out there that, that people have that mm-hmm. I've, I've heard that say they prefer Star Citizen as uh, letting the community dealing with it, not giving anyone any kind of handholding, just kind of being like, here's the universe, good luck. Because they feel like it adds some difficulty to the game. It makes it so that people who have to play really want to play it rather than just mm-hmm. casual. So is there even, is it even a good addition to add a tutorial to Star Citizen? Space Coder, I'll start with you. So while, yes, that learning curve is a part of Star Citizen, figuring how to do things best is very important for Star Citizen. Mm -hmm. But if you are a new player who has just picked up the game and you log in and you have no idea how to even... Like the most common question I get during a free fly event is, you know, people spawn in at New Babbage at, you know, Aspire Grand and they're like, how do I get my ship? Mm-hmm. and just these basic questions and these will be you know guys who just struggle with it for an hour or two and they can't figure it out and they're just like yeah you know what screw this and they're never going to come back so i think it's important to retain the new players to have some kind of a tutorial that yeah. explains the very very basics like literally just a tutorial that tells you how to spawn your ship how to do basic flying basic combat that's it you don't need to go Beyond, you don't need to go, you know, power management. You don't need to go, like, especially deep into professions. Literally, just show me how to spawn in, get my ship, do a mission. You're on your own from there on. You can figure out everything else with YouTube. Okay. That's it. That's, I think that's all we need. We, I don't think we need more. 
Digi, same question for you. Do you th- do you yeah. think we even need a tutorial? Yes, and I, I'm gonna actually double on what uh, the space coder said. I, I think just keep it simple, keep it basic. Don't go into the more, you know, intermediate to advanced tips or guides. Just something to get people understanding the basics of the game. If you do that, then you still have that, you know, that um, that achievement uh, of learning the game on your own without you know falling through the. Because here's here's the thing. This is this is the way I see it. Star Citizen is a big game and it's catering to a lot of different types of players, not even mentioning casual versus the hardcore, et cetera, et cetera. You're you're catering to a wide array of gamers and players. So the thing is, you need to have some sort of baseline. You know, you have, you know, for example, like you get new players now who as they're trying to figure out, as Space Coder was saying, how to fly their ship, they're being attacked by, you know, pirates. And it's like, I just want to get to a mission and try this out so I can see what the game is actually about before I just get shot the second I walk out the door, right? So to me, you know, and it goes to what Space Coder said again as well, you want to retain the new players so you don't want to have them like jumping into the game for the first time and having the most tumultuous experience ever as their first foray into the game. I think get, get, get a baseline of a tutorial get them into the basic functionality of how to play star citizen and then take off the you know the uh guardrails or remove the guardrails etc that's what i think okay also i think you know lots of people who claim we don't need a tutorial uh they they would be like ancient backers like people who were around only when arena commander was in place and arena commander it's it's really in your face what's happening and then you know that led to 263 3.0, 3.0, where we only had Porto, couple moons. And even on Porto, like you spawn in at Porto LSR, it's really in your face. Like you, okay, yeah. you walk down the stairs, you go through a door. Oh, here's a console thingy. And the hint said that I should hold F and click to interact with things. Oh, here's my ship. And it says request. Oh, my ship is here. Okay, let's follow the signs. Like that's what I like about Porto. Yeah. There's signs. There's mm-hmm. physical signs in game that point to landing pads, that point where you need to go. And it just works. It's it's beautifully user friendly, and they they're trying to take it away, which, yes. which I'm not happy about. <laughs> All right, uh, the, we'll continue on to, with this as well because this is the mm-hmm. other issue that a lot of people have. We still have a lot of stuff that are going to be coming out in the game in the near future. Mm-hmm. We've got as as Space Coder pointed out, we've got the new vision mode where you kind of scan, you get little context hints. We've got the new EVA movement. We've got new movement for players in general. We've got Things like uh, the new damage systems, which need to be coming in, the, uh, the what, what are they called? The resource management systems. There's a ton of stuff that's being made for Squadron, oh, yeah. which is being moved over to Star Citizen. Now, that stuff isn't supposed to come in until at the earliest, the end of this year. Is it too soon to be planning a new player experience for 319, which is coming out in June? Digi, what do you think? Yes, I think it is too soon because it's funny you asked that question because even I have a new player guide that I'm working on. I'm up to the fourth video and 3.18 has already introduced some things that had that caused me to pause on that because just the UI for inventory changed enough that you don't want to create a guide using 3.17 system when 3.18 is about to drop. So 
to me, that's a good example of my answer to your question is it, it no, it, it's too soon. I, I think it's too soon because you got all these new systems coming in. Unless you build it in a way that you can just keep, you know, building on top of it, you don't have to repave anything. If they can do it that way, okay. But if it's one of those things where this, you know, once they put this out, once you know those features that you mentioned come in come in now you got to go back and repave it all over again and do a new one for the things that you just added in that would be a problem but if they can build it in a way that they can easily you know change you know or, or update the guides or the tutorial system in the game or the i guess that's what they call it right the, tu yeah. the uh, tutorial system yeah, yeah then that's good i think but uh outside of that i think it's too soon personally space coder what do you think yeah i agree it's it's too soon it also, it really depends what they are trying to do because they, you know, this first 30 minutes of player experience at Area 18, all that could mean is just that they're going to add signs. And those signs are probably not going to change because I don't think they're going to majorly rework uh, how the landing zones look, or at least the parts that exist currently. I don't think that's going to change in a major way. So it really depends. But if they were going to go around and start... I don't know, for example, if they did like an NPC that's going to walk with you and explain shit to you, that's too much work, obviously. And it's going to have to change. And like Digi said, lots of new stuff gets introduced and it makes older guides obsolete. So it might be better use of development time to do something else and let the community do the guides. It just really depends on what they mean by it. I, I wish CIG would give us more information uh, because I think CIG has a different idea of a new player experience than what we expect but i can't tell what is it that they actually think is new player experience for them mm -hmm. because they're very vague about it and i i feel like you know they, they haven't figured it out themselves and they feel think like okay we have plenty of time until 319 you know yeah well that's three months away <laughs> it's like <laughs> less than three months away so uh, I, oh, I add, you know, add one month for 3, 318 and yeah. then add one month for a delay and then add one month for the stabilization block that Jared was talking about. By the way, that IC segment uh, mm. where Jared does the little diagram. The, yeah. A beautiful yeah. way to explain how branching yeah. and code merges work without getting technical. It was beautiful. I love it. Yeah, that was awesome. I was like, wait a minute, we have this in our Jira documentation at work. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I do have a little bit of insight on what they wanted to do, only because we brought it up. Um, we did an interview for Lore Citizen podcast with Dave Haddock, and he we we actually asked him about the question uh, about, you know, the new player experience. And he, the way he, he described it is it's actually, it's not, I guess it's sort of starting with, the, the narrative team, because they're trying to do more than just a new player experience with hold F to get out of bed and those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be also their introduction to the universe. So like it's, it's going to be players experiencing what it's like, what the game's story is or what the universe is like. So it's, mm -hmm. it's on top of the, the normal, like hold F to do things, which for me personally, that's also made me go, Whoa, let's slow it down <laughs> here. There partner. This is a, <laughs> This is pretty fast for a game mm -hmm. that's changing on a patch to patch yeah, basis. Yeah. So, um, all right, I'll, I'll go continue on with the, the, um, probably not the last question, but this is, this is kind of my final question right now. Uh, I'll start with you on this one space coder beyond the new player experience, do you, beyond the first 30 minutes. Do you think there's a place 
for any sort of handholding or sort of tutorials for things like professions, you know, like being a bounty hunter or, or a hauler or a salvager? Do you think there's some space there for CIG to develop like introduction missions for those those professions beyond just the here's how you get your ship, here's how you fly it? I think so, but I don't think they're going to frame it that way. I think a very beautiful and elegant way to do this would be to, like you said, introduction missions. And, you know, you start a new profession, you want to do mining, you want to do bounty hunting, just go to some NPC and they will be kind of like on comms with you and kind of talk you through things as you go. And that's going to be your introduction mission to one, that gameplay loop or that profession. Two, it's going to start you on some reputation with like relevant groups for that profession. And I think that would be a good place to leave it. Because from then on, you can start figuring it out yourself. Maybe, you know, they can, as you progress through the reputation, it's going to unlock items or locations or information for you. That might give you some more hand-holding, but I don't think it's strictly necessary. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So introduction missions or introduction with an NPC, that kind of stuff, I think that's as far as we need to go. I don't think we need to go beyond that in in any way i don't think we need to have like a specific profession tutorial for every profession because one that would be a huge pain to update as we go and i think it would also be a pain to uh you know to develop in the first place just to have you know for example in arena commanders they have like a million tutorials for different things mm-hmm. i think that's just not not really worth the time it would take to make that uh, Digi, same question. Do you think there is a space for profession tutorials? I'm of the opinion that I, I don't think they should. I, I I agree that maybe just, you know, at some point, like uh, Space Coder said, have the NPCs give a primer. You know, uh, whoever's the mission giver, for example, can break it down, you know, the steps, etc. But nothing too detailed. I think, so I'm at the point for that where i'm like okay that's where so you know the basics of the game now you 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 have a foundational understanding now just kind of throw them out there i i think at that point we start to get the professions throw them out there throw throw the player out there and let them figure it out let them discover you know the missions that's my opinion okay. no. um i think this this will be the last question before we, we wrap it up and move on to the questions and answer session <clears throat> what balance would you like to see between handholding and throwing, throwing it to the, you know, sink or swim, kind of throwing it to the wolves, good luck sort of, sort of thing. Is there a balance point? Like what are things that need to be handhold and taught to people based off your experience? And so, you know, both y'all make, make guides and you have questions in your comments or in games all the time. How do I do X? How do I do this? What is, do you think the break point where a new player goes from being like, I have no idea what I'm doing to, I got this. You know, mm-hmm. even if they don't necessarily have this, like mm-hmm. that point, did you, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think, and I think CIG tends to use the word a lot, but like having things diegetically in the game, as far as information like that, I think it, it will go a long way because right now with Star Citizen, we already discussed it briefly, but you know, the two tips are just not enough in my opinion, or they're not in your face enough. I'll say like, I think the two tips information that, that comes in them is good, but like, it's just not in your face enough. And then they're not consistent, I will say. But um, I have a, I would say 80-20. 80% throw them out there. 20%, like, I'm all about just basic tutorial. Like, is 
you know, as simplistic as you can get it just to get them comfortable with playing the game to begin with. Because a lot from a player experience, like if I give you my experience, like I just don't want to struggle figuring out the controls. I want to, you know, have some way if I'm not already going into the menu to look at my, you know, keybinds, et cetera, but just the basic controls, how to do things, the basic things. I don't want to trip over that when I'm trying to learn how to play a game. I want to, I want that process or that experience to be as seamless as possible. And then let me figure out how to get better at the game. Let me figure that part out. Let me dig for tutorials. Let me, you know, dig into, you know, the the game in general just to kind of figure that stuff out but yeah i I don't i don't personally like a lot of hand holding in my games i enjoy that challenge of figuring things out that challenge of getting better at the game or whatever it is i'm trying to do okay space cutter your Mm -hmm. thoughts so obviously star citizen is all about finding your own adventure and and kind of that struggle to get there and trying to be on top or just doing whatever you want so I think there should be that element of, okay, here's the keys, good luck, don't come back. Or come back to the game, but don't, don't come back asking for advice. Mm-hmm. But you, to achieve that point where a player's gonna, like you're gonna throw the keys in their face and they're going to keep coming every day, logging into the game and playing the game, to achieve that, first you have to get them to a point either through a tutorial or through some in-game tips or some guidance mission type things to the point where they're able to actually successfully, or I'm not going to say successfully, because that because you failure is a big part of Star Citizen, or doing things mm-hmm. in Star Citizen. Successfully so fail. Yes, successfully <laughs> fail or successfully succeed, exactly. Uh, in a session, like you're going to log in, you're going to say, okay, I'm going to go do box delivery missions today. Mm-hmm. So I think the game needs to be able to get you to a point where you can log in, pick an activity, and either complete that activity or fail at that activity on your own and then just do it all over again. And then the improvement, or, you know, improving yourself at that should be on you. But the, first, the game needs to get you to the point where you are able to improve. Because if you just log in and you can't get to your ship or you can't fly, like you immediately crash because you can't figure out the controls or you go and you, like, hypothetically, let's say that we have the entire universe finally finished in 50 years from now. I'm a new player. I just picked up the game, have my Aurora game package. I log in, it throws me somewhere. Throws me to some landing zone. And I will just, okay, I figured out flying. And I will go fly around and I get shot. And I don't know why I got shot or why. And turns out that I actually went somewhere where I wasn't supposed to go, either because the, it's you know, security is guarding the place or there's pirates. That's not a good experience for me in my first two hours of the game. So again, and I will just go in and I will do again and it's, it's just going to happen. I'm not sure if I'm getting my point across because I'm rambling, but it's, but you know what I mean. So you need to get the player to the point where they can actually complete a session, whether successfully or not. Yeah. Can I have one more thing? Able... Go ahead, join. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to cut you off there. That was Space Coder. Go ahead, Digi. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think something you said there actually jumped out to me. I I think when it comes to tutorials and and pretty much what you were just saying, Space Coder, it's for me, it's about the game not fighting against you as far as you progressing versus just, you know, 
let me let me reword that not the game but like the how how to operate the game if that makes sense versus you know the actual content in the game you know that to me that's the thing like if i'm struggling or if i'm failing because not because i lack the skill but because something is just not clear as far as just the basics that's a problem but if i'm failing because i first of all i have the basics i have the foundation but i'm failing due to my own lack of either reading the information that is present in the game about what you're saying like this space this area of space is not safe and that information is attainable in the game but you just got to be you know have to have the wherewithal to look at that information or be cognizant of it in some way shape or form but the information is there versus the information not being there and i'm stumbling upon it because not because i lack the wherewithal to check if it was safe but rather that information is just not there stuff like that if you know that's what that's what i think is the differentiator between how much a tutorial is needed versus what's not just make it so that information is super clear. It, the controls are not fighting me. And, you know, I think that's the sweet spot personally. Awesome. Well, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens nonetheless, just because this is one of the topics that I personally am a little more iffy about. So I wanted to hear from people who make more content about just guides in general. Um, we'll, we'll finish off with, with this last one, just kind of a fun little thing. Uh, I'll start with you on this one, Space Coder. If you, if one person, if someone's watching this right now and they have, this is their first time they they want to play Star Citizen, they wanted to, like maybe they got hooked in and they've been hearing us talk about this, like, hey, I want to play Star Citizen, but I have no idea what this game is. What's the one piece of advice you would give them starting off? Have patience. <laughs> Don't mind, man. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna say the same thing, did you? Yes. Patience. <laughs> That's the word of the day. All right. Have All patience right. and don't get too frustrated. Mm. And don't be afraid to ask for help because someone's going to help you. Either yes. either you know, ask in chat in game, or there is a guide system. Like CIG don't advertise this enough. There they is don't. there is a guide <laughs> system. They they throw it out there every free fly, but I, I feel like there needs to be an in-game thing where it's just like, hey, if you're struggling, go on Spectrum. There is there's an in-game guide system that's going to connect you to a player that's going to walk you through this physically with you in-game on voice chat. So I, th I think they need to advertise that more. So that's that's my advice. Same yeah. thing with you, Digi? So, yeah, patience. And I, to that point, like point them to the community. Um, uh, in the you know, you know, as far as the game, it's CIG. But like... Yeah, patience is definitely is needed, man. <laughs> At least in the current state of the game. <laughs> if you don't have patience, you're you're gonna be in for a rude awakening, I think. And I would say a bit of a salty advice from me is have another game to play. Yeah. <laughs> every every roughly three to four months of playing Starson, you will need another game for a couple of weeks. Find something that you can just pick up for two, three weeks. Play it, get your mind off of Star Citizen, then come back to Star Citizen. Go play War Thunder. I've been playing War Thunder for the past month, and it's great. Was it, Digi? I was going to say, I was playing uh, Hogwarts lately. Yeah. <laughs> Just to break away briefly. Um, you'll be surprised, I'll say this for, for a lot of people, you'll be surprised after playing Star Citizen, how many times you'll play another game, like, yeah, this is great. I could, like, I got a good FPS, like, it looks good, it feels good. And then about halfway through, you're like, man, it doesn't do this thing. It Star doesn't Citizen. do this. Doesn't yeah. do Star that. Citizen does this. Why doesn't this yeah. do this? 
<laughs> and I miss Star Citizen. Yeah. Like you, you yep. reach the point where you go like, wow, now I know why That's Star really Citizen's it. so hard to make. And yeah. why it's, you yeah. nailed it, man. That's my experience too. Every I can't enjoy this. Is what I said about Star Citizen, like, cause I'm a gamer. I've been a gamer since I've been a kid and yeah. you know, I just love games. But I'm always I find myself always criticizing games for not being ambitious enough because of Star Citizen. It's like the things they're doing in this game, what they're planning to do in this game is I'm spoiled, man. <laughs> I'm spoiled. Yeah. I have a different problem. You know, when Cyberpunk came out and it was super buggy and everybody was complaining, I fired it up and I'm playing and I'm playing. And I'm like, what's everybody complaining about it? Yeah, this, this is fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a crash in Two right. hours. This is I, okay. I didn't fall through an <laughs> elevator today. This is great. Exactly. You know. <laughs> exactly. So some some NPCs merge together for a bit. Whatever. Like it's fine. They're not deposing. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, our tolerance is built up, man. Yeah. <laughs> but but There's, what you guys said, like tanks are fine, but I I miss my tongue. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Right. You, you miss the ability to j- jump to, to shoot it and then run out the back and then steal their stuff or, or do something yeah. else with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be it for this discussion section. If you enjoyed this, if you're watching this after the fact and you want to listen to our question and answer session, which we'll be rolling into right away, but if you're watching this on YouTube, right above Digi's head, you'll see a little link. You click that link and you'll go right there if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're watching this on or listening to this on the podcast format, you just, the next episode, it'll be labeled as. Captain's Table questions um, or Q&A. Uh, and the, the, the discussion sessions are just labeled the podcast and Q&A is labeled questions. So, so you can tell the difference it's, between them. You all know they're going to binge watch the whole thing anyway. I know they are. But every so often, you'd be surprised some people find the question and answer session but do not find the, the discussion session. Which is why I have to put both of these on the same time. At the end of the discussion since the beginning of the question session because people can go like, oh, I can go watch that now. So... But uh, make yeah, sure you're checking out the Digital Master and the Space Coder on YouTube and their other social medias. Uh, the links will be down below in the YouTube section. Um, and like I say always, hope to see you someday in the black.